You about to record this as a podcast? Uh, uh, duh. Okay. Damn, my life is too good for that. You about to record this as a podcast? Uh, uh, duh. Okay. Right, man. My nigga Solo got the weed dust over here. You know, it make you want to, you know, lick your finger, go da and sprinkle on a little song, song, my guy. But I ain't even hold you up, though, Spiff. Yes, sir. You know what we came here to do? We came here to motherfucking pie. We came here to get these motherfucking pies off and welcome you, mother suckers. That's a motherfucking Meet Your Spill podcast, you dusty little bitch. You funky bitch, yo. Hey, man. You know, we, we kind of got a little off track, mm-hmm. slightly. Right, right. But we still about to drop this bitch on a Monday. How you feel about that, my guy? Martin Luther the King Jr. All praises. All praises, man. But Spiff, Lord, before we get into the motherfucking pod, man, do you want to introduce, you know, the people um, all 12 of our, you know, faithful, faithful listeners to what you got on your drug table. Man, you know, it's kind of light today. Uh, you know, we of course, we got the sage right there. We got the scented candles. Mm-hmm. We got about 27 brews on the table. Yeah, I got some pain meds and some Norcos. I think that's the same thing, but yeah. I got some hydrocodone. Then I got some Norcos, you feel me? Factuals. Um. And some cigs, and then I have, like, a Dutch, even though I don't smoke. This is probably, more than likely, either my little brothers or my cousins. So we're going to keep that for them. You know, we're going to seal it up just in case they want to come back and smoke a little Weedles. Actually. That's about it, man. Man. So that's motherfucking um, Spiff Drugs Table. But, you know, for all the people that don't know, shout out to the Meech and Spiff podcast, Instagram page. You know, I tend to, like, post a pic, you know, every time I come over here. So, you know, hashtag Spiff Drug Table. So search the hashtag and see what Spiff got on his drug table. But shit, Spiff, before we get out here and do what we do best, my guy, you got something you want to intro the pod with. Man, just listen to the song, man. I ain't going to give you too many details, but this how I'm feeling for the intro, man. Got to be dramatic, man. Let's do something to him and for him.
We coming to 2020. This is a new year. This is a new you. This is a new me. So if you haven't done already, man, get you another form of income in your pocket, my baby. Go ahead. Start recording the podcast, man. Shout out to Anchor, man. So don't pussyfoot around because it's free. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So you can be easily heard on, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, all that other stupid dumb shit that niggas like to listen to motherfucking podcasts. And you can make some cheese from that podcast with no minimum listenership. So everything you need to make a podcast is all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started, you punk bitch. Spit floor, man. I ain't gonna hold you up, my baby. Yes, sir. What's the deal, man? Man, I was just thinking about the other day, man. I, I ain't gonna hold you up, man. I, I was feeling like Tony Montana. <laughs> <laughs> Fanta. Tony Montana. Hey, I'm gonna say that for a drink, bro. We're gonna have to let my nigga vibe, man. You know what I'm saying? My nigga. We went to a little up a mic night, and nigga from uh, the Bay was there, you feel me? But you know, the Bay and Detroit is cousins. So a lot of his shit sounded like that ghetto Detroit shit you accustomed to listening to. And you know, he performed his first song, and I was like, yeah, this guy's pretty decent, pretty decent potential. 
Then he played the song. He was like, yeah, man, I got this motherfucking song named Tony Montana. Let me know if you fuck with it. I ain't gonna hold you. I thought he was gonna get on some like you know some Atlanta shit, uh-huh. you know on, on on some old future type shit. But Tony Montana, Tony Montana. But my nigga came on that bitch like Tony Montana, drink the Fanta. What? Fanta. Tony, we gonna have to say that shit. We gotta say that shit. Play that shit on the next drink break, man. But that nigga, I like that nigga energy, bro. And he was on the stage jigging and shit. Had the buffs on and shit. I ain't gonna hold you up, Spiff. He came in that bitch, fucked it up, and just dipped, though. Mm-hmm. Like, my nigga performed this song. He was like, hold on, I got one more for y'all niggas. Drop that Tony Montana shit. But after Dog fucked it up. But you know what? Prior to that, you know, we had Post Malone in that bitch, Spiff. I'm sussing, I'm sussing, I'm sussing on you. That nigga was doing this motherfucking thing in that bitch. I can't quote none of his songs. Nigga, I ain't Spifflor. I ain't gonna hold you up, my baby. Posty ain't do a damn thing because I wasn't feeling none of that. I mean, but at the same time, that nigga only 16, you feel me? So he got potential to figure it out, you feel me? So, so shout out to Fake Post Malone, man. You know, come to uh, Meet Your Spit Podcast Records. You know, we could be your A&R, your EP for your next project. You know, we get you together. That type of shit. We gonna get you a whole team of ghostwriters. Don't worry about it, bro. Yeah. All you need is, like, you know, some new gear, maybe a few face tests, and we got you in the game. Right, right. And you need to grow some facial hair, preferably a beard. You feel me? Then we got you, nigga. We got somebody that could braid you up. You feel me? All that shit. Lord, you know, after we sign Posty, you know, to this nasty ass 360, mm-hmm. how we coming first single, man? What, 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 what's your insights? What you thinking, man? For Post Malone, fake ass Post Malone, though. Mumble rap, though. Yeah. Melodic mumble rap. Yeah. That's that's the way to go, you feel me? Yeah. Get him his little bag, you feel me? We figure out the instrumentation as far yeah. as the beats, you know what I'm saying? Get my nigga Woods, Brando, and uh, Choice. All in the studio. I mean, shit. We can't we can't do nothing after that. Like shit, if they cook up a beat, bro, we can have that nigga ride that shit. I mean, but like you said, I ain't know he was sixteen. So you telling me something new? But as long as we get him in the studio with with choice, mm-hmm. it's gonna be you know a, an assortment of you know drugs. Mm-hmm. So shit, man, you gotta expand my man's mind. Telling you didn't get get Phil in there to get him a little hook or two. Try on me. Try clean on me. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't sing it like this. Like when that nigga uh, Diddy was in there with Keisha Cole. He was like, if I told you once, I told you twice. Yeah. And he was like, nah, sing it like this. He was like, I'm all crying out. Oh, I swear, man. I swear, I feel it, Spiff. I feel like we, we like, you know, a, a step or two away, man, from, like, really, like, taking over the industry. I can see it. It's in the vision, man. I we, see it. We know what the people want to hear. We just need a nigga that's going to listen to us. Man, we just need a nigga to sign that nasty-ass 360. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Nigga, we made 50 mil and you getting two. Come on, man. I took care of you, man. Me and Spill got we got we got back ends, we got expenses that we gotta take care of, so don't don't worry about the 50 M's we got. Just know you got two. Two of them bitches. Before tax. <laughs> Thanks, dog.
But you know what? I mean, I, I definitely enjoy myself, man. You know, shout out to all the talent that was there. Shout out to uh, Lil, Lil, Lil Leah, man. She got up there and sung like 10 songs. I, di- I didn't know they was going to let her get all of that off. But shit, she did, though, my nigga. I was like, oh, damn, you about to perform a whole set. She did a whole uh, album in that bitch. Man, when she said she was going to do a medley, mm-hmm. I expected, you know, maybe three. Maybe mm-hmm. three of them things, but she did like eight. <laughs> she did more like 11. Because you remember we had to walk girly to her car and all that and debate if we was going to the liquor store or not. So I equate that for like two songs maybe. You feel me? But she did her motherfucking thing, and you know we had the support around her. You feel me? Going crazy. You feel me? And that's what it's all about, man. I don't know, Spiff. I think I think we just some different type of niggas. Cause I ain't gonna hold you up, man. We had that bitch laugh. We had that bitch live. I was in that bitch like, yerp. I was like, turn up. Shit, I had to ask these niggas for their Instagram and shit. They wasn't trying to plug themselves for nothing. I'm like, what's your IG, Post Malone? I was I was debating. I was like, man, maybe I should liven this bitch up. Maybe I should throw my drawers on stage. <laughs> this shit'll get it really rocking. Yeah, I'm telling you. I was about to just get up there and just hop on <laughs> hop on the ones and twos, play instrumental. I was about to perform all the feel, feel shit, choice shit, solo shit. I like you this shit up. Try clean only. Redate on me. I'd have been like, I'm so in love with these crazy bitch. Hey. I'm so in love. But yeah, man, you know what? You know, despite, you know, everything and everything, man, I definitely had a good time and shit, man. I definitely enjoyed myself. Shout out to that big bitch that was looking at me like I was a, you know, a lamb chop, but you know, I ain't gonna speak about that. Oh, uh, she was on your motherfucking, in your grill, boy. She tried, nigga. She was trying to take you home, make you climb that tree, you feel me? Nah, big dog, big doggy dog. I, I ain't with all that, my guy, you know. I, I just let her, you know, just, you know, fantasize about that, but I ain't gonna let her get that one off like that, though, Spiff Lord. Nah, nah. If y'all would allow me to buy a couple beverages in that bitch, bring a bottle, you probably would have been looking at her like, you know what? Nah. You know what? Nah. And I had some drugs. I probably would have sprinkled a little bit of, of Zans in your shit. You probably would have been looking at her like, you know what? Fuck it. Why not? I mean, if I, if you would have sprinkled a little Molly in my shit, had me up there doing a... I don't, I might have I might have thought about it, Spiff Lord, but nah, I can't, man. I mean, I, I I just can't. I'm too little for all that, man. That's that's a whole lot of woman, my baby. That's a whole lot of woman, but you know, overall, man, I enjoyed myself, bro. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. We had to liven that bitch up, you feel me? But it is what it is, man. I gotta go out to more shit like that. Yeah, man. I told. I was having a conversation with my mans and shit. I'm like, damn, I gotta, I gotta get out more. I gotta, I gotta see more, man. It's gonna make the podcast, you know, that just, you know, that much better. You feel me? I feel like we gotta go out, man. You know, mingle with the, with the best of them, man. Let our hair down for once, man. You know what I mean? So I mean, it is what it is. Lil Wayne lighter blunt flick. But yeah, man, it is what it is, man. But you know, we gon' we gonna get out here more and more. Yo, your 2020 schedule is looking really busy. These first 
few months. Shit, really, till like April. I feel like you booked and busy, my guy. You booked and busy. You got a lot of shit going on. Would you like to share with the public your, your schedule? I mean, you know, besides being a father, you know, you know, my schedule is always busy and shit. You know, I definitely got to make time for the lady and shit. And then I still got to make time for her to do her own thing. But, you know, I got, you know, Valentine's Day coming up. Nigga, my son's birthday's coming up. It's just, like, vacations and trips and shit like that, you know, just, you know, just coming up out the blue. But, you know, that's just another day in the life of a, you know, a young father like myself, man. Man, I wish all I do is go to work and come home and get drunk, man. But, you know, it is what it is, man. You know, I, I envy, I envy that, you know what I'm saying? I just got... Bitches calling me talk about yeah when I'm uh single and shit. I'm in a relationship right now, but when I get single, we gonna be together. I'm like, um, excuse me, ma'am. Like yeah, like we gonna be together. Then we gonna get married when I get done fucking around. I'm like, damn. I feel like I'm talking to myself at this point. Who raised y'all millennials, bro? Is this what this generation has come to? Spit floor. I don't. I don't know if you. You know. You haven't been up to date with. You know. With bitches these days. But they taking a the whole Lori Harvey approach to things nowadays, my nigga. You know they they smash and dash, my nigga. She just she just keeping you. You know. She keeping you warmed up. She got you on the bench, my nigga. So don't take it as a sign of disrespect. She gonna put you in the game eventually, my baby. Just wait your turn, man. Nigga, I'm a 16-time All-Star, nigga. I'm a first ballot Hall of Famer, nigga. I ain't coming off the bench. What that nigga Melo say when he was playing for the Thunder? He said, A-O-P. They want me to come off the bench? What's wrong with with Doggy? Fuck no, nigga. I'm a starter, nigga. I'm a vet. You feel me? I be chilling, you feel me? I'm more... You know, mature than I have been in the past, but that don't mean I won't act up on the bitch. You feel me? So spit. So you telling me you don't want no, you don't want a little pussy, you know, to, to, to fall in your lap real quick, my guy, my nigga. She basically just saying like, yo, just wait your turn. I mean, you could still go out here and like fuck on these hoes, but you know, you know, when she get done with her little situation, she just wants you to make sure you clear your schedule for her. What you trying to do? The thing that I I find issue with is I already fucked that bitch. Why she was in her situation So what you What makes you think I'ma just Conform and consent to you Nigga when you fucking niggas Why you in a whole relationship What makes you think What makes me think that You not gonna do the same thing to me If I do agree To fuck with you on the long term man You gotta wake up pretty early in the morning To get one over on spill You feel me Yeah You know Niggas was born at night But not last night But I'm just saying Oh my god at least you know, you know what what type of vibe she on, Cuddy. You know, you know what she on, man. You know you can't trust her. But I'm just saying, you know, you might have a little little Tatiana, you know, on the on the side, you know, just for the stash, just for the smash, my guy. What it really is, that bitch really just used to used to fucking with like niggas that's poor. Well, I don't want to say poor niggas that's broke, you feel me? So all the shit that she like to do, she know I'm probably out of the few people that she have on her roster. She know I'm the nigga that can get that shit done off the strength. 
You feel me? But I'm not about to do that shit because you don't deserve it, bitch. At all. You know what spilled the other day? You know when that that uh that life is life is good. You know I put up a post on Instagram. You know it's a picture of Future and Drake. You know I put on I put in the caption like you know I was Drake, you was Future, because I feel like you know those two are the most toxic niggas that I personally don't know, but I feel like that resembles you know everything that what we got going on. I feel like Shorty just Lori Harvey too. You on your Future shit. You know, you, you might want to dibble and dabble in that little piece of puss. But I'm just saying, though, you know, we probably like the two more most toxic niggas besides some guys, my guy. And I feel like it, it's, it's fitting, man. It is what it is, man. But you just can't, nigga. Like, I could tell I'm getting old because certain shit just don't fly with me no more, man. Like, nigga, nigga's about to be 30, like, nigga. Like, come on, nigga. Like, perfect time. Like, nigga, you want sleep? She want the Gucci? Like, come on, cuz. Like, nigga, I'm not about to do that shit, my nigga. My thing is, this. at this point, just like you said, nigga, you know, niggas is turning 30 and shit. Well, I ain't gonna say we're turning 30, but in the next couple years, niggas gonna be 30. My thing is, like, my nigga, you ain't, you ain't really missing nothing out here, my guy. Like, this ain't what it's really all cracked up to be. I feel like a lot of niggas would be in your position right now Just being a, you know, a, a bachelor You know, got the crib Big flatties um, Whips, cribs My nigga, you, you got it going on, my G Wait your turn For anybody in my p- position Or that's a couple years younger than me And trying to figure it out, nigga I'ma tell you the same thing I tell myself Every time I wake up for work I look in the mirror I say focus on your bag young man These hoes don't love you Then I go take my ass to work nigga, And stack it on up Nigga, nigga that, I couldn't say no <laughs> Nothing else better than that my nigga I gotta wake up in the morning like Damn do I really wanna go ah, Mortgages need to be paid So I kinda gotta go nigga I can't, I can't take no days off my guy but I'm glad that you in that mindset like shit, you know, I just got to secure the bag, you know, just make a, you know, a decent, you know, living for myself. I like that. But, but these hosts out here, Smith. Of course they is, man. You know what I'm saying? My thinking about it is, man, well, I was in like a long term relationship, like all of my 20s, you feel me? So... Shit, this my time to be selfish and, you know, get my bag up and get my shit in order. I ain't in no rush for none of these hoes. I've been there and done that. A nigga got his knees, but, you know, it ain't shit to get no no puss here and there. You feel me? You feel me? I just, you know what I'm saying? Boom, bada bing, bada boom, bada bang, and keep it going. I mean, motherfucking, you know, Instagram is always working, man. Bitches always selling puss. You know, the strip clubs, my nigga. You know, you go in that bitch like a like an old head told me. You catch the motherfucking, you know, the lunch special at, at your nearest strip club. You might go ahead and get just get you know, you might sink your teeth in the sun for the 40 bar. Right, right. Man, it is what it is, man. I don't even like going overboard, man, and talk about these hoes in detail. I feel like we do enough of that shit, man. But I understand like 
Niggas gotta live vicariously through me. But ain't shit going on, nigga. We chasing that bag, man. We achieving our goals. You feel me? And uh, you know, shit. If I just so happen to catch a catch a bitch that tickles my fancy, you feel me? Then that'll be it. But I'm not just going out here just chasing pussy, cause that be niggas. Primary concern and shit like that, like niggas really go out their way to like chase ass, and, and it be like not like fucking prosperous at all, like fucking with multiple bitches. And I've said this before, that's a rich man's game, bro. Yeah, that is a rich man's game, nigga. I ain't got time to focus on my career, get my shit together, and fuck with multiple bitches. You feel me? It just ain't gonna add up. You feel me? I'm doing too much at that point. That's a fact, man. I feel like being that I love this song so much right now, I think it's time we gonna have to take a little drink break right quick. This is back home, my nigga Blast and Bino, Redo. Crank that bitch.
peep gang. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Shit, when when I was trying to get this podcast off the ground with Spiff, man, we had a lot of questions, man. Like, how do I record an episode? How do I get my show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other places people like to listen? Also, how do I how do I make money off this podcast, man? Man, peep gang, the answer to every one of those questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors, too, so you can get paid to podcast, man. Secure the bag. Listen. Man, me and me and Spiff, man, we ain't we ain't come here to get paid off this, man. We just wanted everyone to enjoy, you know, and listen to our convos and stories about, you know, our upbringing. But why not get paid for it? You know what I'm talking about? So, if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to Anchor.fm/start. Again, that's Anchor.fm/start to join me, Spiff. And the diverse community of podcasters already use an anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. And guess what, man? We can't wait to hear your podcast, man. So, hey, that's it. But yeah, man, I fuck with that uh that motherfucking blast and beat no redo. Man, that shit is hard as fuck, cuz. Them niggas the hardest niggas coming out. Past them niggas out the Bay Area, uh, besides what's my niggas that be like, fuck where that ass at, bitch, where that cash at. That's a uh S what's that? S O B R B E? Yeah. Them niggas hard. And I and I. I'm so anti, anti. Yeah, man, I fuck with them niggas. Them niggas got real heavy vibes over here, man. And they used to fuck with my nigga Nipsey and shit. So I fuck with them, bro. Man, I ain't gonna hold you up. That's probably like the the, the best selection that uh Jamie Lab ever like sent us. Like, you know, Jamie would be kind of hit or miss with the shit sometimes. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. She she uh she always throwing us new music. You feel me? So I appreciate that. You feel me? When we get shit up off the ground, that's gonna be our like director of music. You feel me? To play on the pod and all that shit. You feel me? Actuals, factuals, man. But matter of fact, what her turd ass doing right now? I I I, I think I want to ask her, you know, some questions right now because I got I got something on my mind, Spiff. I got I got something on my mind, and I feel like. I feel like um, I need a woman's point of view on, on these types of things, my nigga. What you think about that? I mean, yeah, she answered the phone. We gonna see, though. I'm about to queue her up. Should I FaceTime her or should I call her? That's a good question, man. I don't know. I think I'm a caller. I think I think you should call her. <laughs> should I answer and be like, bitch? <laughs> Yeah, man, call Jamila, man, because I, I, I got something that I want to uh, ask her real quick. Let's hopefully she answers, man. But if not, you know, we're just going to see where this goes. Right now, the phone is ringing. <laughs> Nigga, you <laughs> Uh, the name naming your phone for her, man, is ridiculous. I mean, shit, that's the truth, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, she never answers. Please leave oh. your message. Okay, for nigga, you ain't shit. But you know what, Spiff? I saw some shit on social media the other day, man. And I just want to kind of like, you know, run it by you, try to see, you know, pick your mind, see what you think about it. Because I got some things on my mind that, you know, I didn't, I didn't, you know, that I feel strongly about. So I want to know what you think about these things, man. Okay, shoot, shoot. Boom. So I saw a motherfucking um, the shade room the other day. They had a, um, a clip from, uh, you know, a Breakfast Club interview. With my nigga Tretch from Naughty by Nature. Are you familiar with Tretch by, uh, you know, from Naughty by Nature? Hip Hop Parade! Oh! Hey! Yeah. That guy. <laughs> so, they had asked him, like, yo, you know, your marriage, man, with Pepper from Salt and Pepper, by the way. You know, there's been a lot of rumors, you know, going around, you know, why the, why the marriage ain't work, this, that, and the third. And, um,. And he asked him, like, you know, what y'all think is, uh, you know, the reasons why marriage is in? One person said, you know, financial issues. Another person said infidelity, lying, cheating, all that type of shit. And so one thing he said was like, you know, I had a beautiful marriage. Wonderful. The best. I did my part. We had bitches. And when he said that, I was like, I don't, you know, what, what, what you mean, my bitches? Like, nigga, we had bitches. You know, him and him and Pep, they used to flip bitches. They used to flip bitches. It sounds exciting. That's what I'm saying. But he said, like, yeah, um, the bitch was uh taking the bitches that we was flipping it and um fucking them on the side. And you would think for him to be doing that though. Come on, Spill. So I want to ask you. On the outside looking in, you, you know, you're a married man, you know, you got your lady, y'all do the three-way from time to time, y'all flipping bitches, how you approaching that situation, man? Um... If I'm married, we flipping bitches, and then my bitch decide to... Um, fucking another bitch or the bitches on the side. Like, I mean, I'm gonna be pissed, bro. Like, cause we made a vow to each other, but at the end of the day, we made a vow. But the fact that we bringing other people into our relationship is breaking that vow first and foremost. So, I feel like I made that bed. You feel me? Or I agreed to that making that bed. So I gotta lay in it. You feel me? She not right at all. So I'm just confronting the head on Like nigga you can't just be fucking these bitches on the side You feel me And that's a lot to ask Especially if we both agree to bring these other bitches into our home And shit like that But I'm telling her like bitch you filing the motherfucker Like this shit done Like we not fucking no more bitches nigga None of that shit you feel me Cause you can't keep your motherfucking uh, Clit to yourself you feel me You out here You out here bumping uglies Uh huh and, 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 and I can't bump with y'all That's so fucking selfish Selfish as fuck bro But I think just in relationships in general bro Like shit goes south Because it goes from 
it's a it's a very thin line between love and hate do you feel me and sometimes love grows into complacency as well as resentment you feel me and people especially black people aren't good at expressing their feelings you feel me or they'll try to express their feelings or they'll let shit slide so many times to whereas they'll grow resentful and start to hate the person you feel me so at the end of the day man i think like in that situation you just got to be open and i or any situation you got to be open and honest at all times like if you ain't fucking with some shit it don't matter if you feel like you tripping or you feel like you crazy what would you rather be a motherfucker that's holding that shit in and feel like you tripping and crazy and shit then the nigga or your significant other prove you right over time where you done fucked it up and sabotage your whole relationship or would you just be perceived rather be perceived as kind of territorial and have a successful relationship i don't know i mean with anything man i feel like you know to make a you know, a relationship work is about, you know, being open with communication and being understanding of, you know, you know, one person's feelings and everything like that. I guess my thing is, why would you have to go behind my man's back and like fuck on a bitch? Like, I'm I'm pretty sure if you would just hit doggy up and be like, yo, I think um, next week, Tuesday, I want to suck some puss. I'm pretty sure he would have been like... Alright, well, can I get in? And she'd be like, no, nah, I'm just trying to do this on my on my dolo shit. I'm pretty sure Doggy would have been like, alright, you know, by all means, do it. But the fact that you went behind Doggy back and did that shit, now it's like, bitch, you trying to hide something from me? You deceitful bitch, you? How dare you? How fucking dare you, man? Like, I don't got all the answers, mind you, bro. I've had few successful relationships in my time, but... My failures has provided me with experience to where I know how to, what went wrong, how to identify what went wrong, and how to, like, if I'm ever in that situation again, to kind of, like, do things differently. But it's easy to be on the outside looking in and be like, damn, well, you shouldn't have did this and you shouldn't have did that, but you ain't the nigga that's living that shit. You feel me? So, it's kind of like, it is what it is, though. But, you know, I think it all falls down to, like, communication and honesty, you feel me? And shit, niggas just, you know, letting it do what it do, you feel me? Man, let me ask you though, Spiff. You, have you ever been involved in a, you know, a three-way with your lady and, you know, some other shit or just a three-way in part, you know, in general? I have not been in a three-way, but I've been in a few orgies before. <laughs> so... Does it look on your face? It's not quite the exact same thing. No, I mean, but you know, it's like you know, everybody just doing their thing. Yeah, you know, everybody isn't doing their thing. You know, you know, a lot of, a lot of incense burning. You know, hookah going, weed smoke going, couple mollies, couple pills. You feel me? Good. You know what I'm saying? It's a very, very intimate experience. You feel me? But yeah, man, I feel like. And I ask you that only because I feel like there's supposed to be some type of like, you know, threesome etiquette. Yeah. I feel like it's 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 certain guidelines and criteria and like checkpoints that people got to make before they, you know, go through with, you know, their little rendezvous. I mean, that's easy, though. Like if you're in a relationship and it's this nigga 
No homo, he got an OnlyFans page, but he be fucking other bitches with his bitch. And you never supposed to show that other bitch um, more attention than your actual bitch. You feel me? And me personally, I probably wouldn't get that bitch no fellatio. I would probably just get my bitch the fellatio. And just, and just dick her. You feel me? That's it. You feel me? And then let it go from there, though. Like, it was a... See, let me paint a picture for you. So, the nigga that I'm talking about... So, the nigga... The girl, the other bitch, she missionary across the bed, right? My nigga... Do you think we can find a scene on she'sfreaky.com? Possibly. Or I could go through the Twitter archives. Because I know who be retweeting that shit. Like, I make a a verbal note, a mental note of who retweets that shit. Mm -hmm. I don't never retweet it or like it. Because I don't want to seem like a nasty nigga. I just want to... Like, damn, let me go. (laughs) Freak man. (laughs) Freak man. Yeah, that's me. So, look. So, got her in the missionary, right? My nigga stroking her, you feel me? He's stroking her. He's stroking her in the missionary, you feel me? But his bitch is up by her face. Get her pussy at you feel me right in her face, and then the nigga and his girl they kissing each other while they doing that shit. That's that's the type of shit. That's that's proper right there. That's well executed. In my point, man. In my book. Before we get that far, I just want to know in your opinion. Say say boom. You know your lady come up to you, be like, you know what? I've been really thinking about this, uh, Mike Spiffy. I really want to, you know, introduce, you know, some type of excitement into our bedroom life, Mike Spiffy. I think we should, you know, get a bitch in here. What you doing? It depends on the bitch, you feel me? That's my bitch at the time, because niggas will talk your head, you feel me? But, you know, certain people can handle certain shit, and it's up to you or up to me in that situation to be a great judge of character. If I feel like she can handle it without giving me hella shit afterwards, yeah, we gonna get a we gonna get a little bitch or two up in here. Like, yeah, what's up, love? So let me ask you this, man. So boom, so you know, y'all y'all talk y'all shit. You know, you agree, like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm with that, I'm with that. Who picks the bitch, my guy? I'ma leave it. To my bitch to pick the bitch You feel me Because bitches just be around bitches You feel me And you know We, we could do like this Just run it by me Like give me a couple options You feel me I'ma let her Give me her top five You feel me We gonna do that And then That's what it is It's like It's like you at the big board My guy It's, it's the NBA draft you know, you got these motherfucking five prospects, and she giving you the option because you the GM coach. You know, you know, the, you the GM coach. Um, you know, part owner of this team, my nigga. But she giving you these options. I'm just saying, I'm only speaking for myself. I'm letting her pick the bitch too, because I don't want her to, you know, catch any ways of thinking I'm, I'm nothing. Let's just say, let's just say, you know, your lady, she come with like, yo, I got these, I got two friends of mine. You know these bitches. You know what I mean? Bad as dog shit, Spiff. Titties out here. Ass out there. Or, you know, that's just the one bitch. And then you got the one that's feisty with a little class, some little titties with a stupid ass. You know, those type of bitches that you like. 
And she'd be like, you know, what you think about either one of my friends? What you doing? I mean, shit, I'm going to tell her what I think, shit. Like, oh, she cute, she this, she that. You feel me? Uh-oh, hold on. Hold on. We got Mila calling back. Good afternoon. This is Meech from the Meech and Spiff podcast. Who do I have on the phone? Louis, it's first of all, it's not happening. It's evening. <laughs> My nigga, don't, so <laughs> niggas don't know when we recording. Oh, I didn't know you was recording for real. <laughs> yeah. What up, though? Nothing. Uh, Spiff, introduce yourself to our to our guest. This is uh, Mike Spiff, uh, formerly known as Michael Lanier Ingram. Um, glad to have you. Can you state your name for the record? Jamie Lewis. I would like to know, um, Jamie La, do you have maybe five to ten minutes of your time for us? My nigga. Mm-hmm. Do you got five to ten minutes of your time for the Meet and Spill podcast? I said sure. Oh, I ain't hear you, my nigga. Speak up. So me and Spiff, we just up here just talking, just rapping, you know, just talking some shit or whatever. And, you know, we came across um, a, a, a very peculiar situation, and we wanted your input on that. Um, okay. We were pretty much just talking about, you know, threesome etiquette. And I feel like, you know, we needed a, um, a woman's point of view when it comes to threesome etiquette. And we want to know, like, you know, when it comes to, like, threesomes and things like that. You know, you know who decides to to pick the woman and 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 what attributes do you know do you prefer to have and in a woman if you wanted to partake in a threesome of your own? And also, what are the rules to a threesome? Facts. Uh, ugh, I feel like I'm the wrong person for these questions. No, I think you're the right one. <laughs> Because uh, I'm just going to say uh, it's based on people's relationships, though. I feel like, I don't know, like, some girls probably are girls that's like, oh, I have to pick the girl or whatever. Some people have, like, weird rules or whatever, but I just feel like if I'm doing that, it's not rules to that. Like, that's weird. Well, let me tell you this, man. You know, so me and Spiff, you know, we're just talking about, you know, a few a few things or whatever. You know, Spiff definitely said that, you know, if he, you know, decided to partake in a threesome, you know, he just going to get, get a bitch all dick. You know, he ain't going to, you know, fellatio that bitch down. So, um, you know, we just want to... What do you mean? Like the other girl? Like this is a scenario like you in a relationship with somebody? Yeah, yeah, of course. He said, you know, if it was, you know, him... You know, and his significant other, and you know they decided to bring a girl in. He just gonna give her straight, straight dingling, straight dingling action. Why? Because that's how I feel. I don't need you to judge me. I need you to tell me what the fuck do you feel <coughs> is the right way to conduct a threesome in a relationship from your point of view. How would you do? It? Um, I don't feel like it'll be any rules involved. Like. Not oh, rules, can't. but like unspoken, like the yeah. way that, like, how would you conduct it? I just feel like it's hard to get anywhere with that situation because bitches just be weird. Like the, I don't know. Speaking from experience, my shit was unsuccessful. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. 
Um, so I need to ask, being that you left that remark, um, so did you follow through with the threesome? No, absolutely not, because bitches be crazy. It's not even worth it. It's just, oh. uh, no. Damn, my nigga. Damn, that's kind of fucked up. That's kind of fucked no, up. No, it's not really because, I don't know, My from my point of view, I just feel like, I don't know, bitches be really gay in real life. So they just be like, no, a bitch will really try and be your girlfriend. So you can't, yeah. I don't know, it's weird. Well, let's just say, hypothetically speaking, you know, you and you and your significant other, you know, Y'all try to partake in a little three-way. You know, is there any type of, like, rules that you may have left for him? Like, you know, I I really don't want you to do this. Or it's pretty much all fair game for everybody. Uh, for me, no, it wouldn't be no rules. I, that's stupid to do it if you don't, you know, like, mm-hmm. that's not fun. You wouldn't get jealous if, you know, maybe he tongue-kissing no. this bitch just a little bit more extra? No. That's why I said I'm the wrong person for this, because y'all know that I'm not going to give y'all the uh, controversial answers. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, it's always good to have a, you know, a different point of view on things. Yeah. And I yeah, just want to, yeah. I want to state for the record that um, Jay Mila has been one to be all cap at times, so we don't really know. We're going to take our word for it. Yeah, that's definitely the disclaimer, because I am all cap for sure. Well, we're going to take our word for it now. You feel me, but... Well, well, let me ask you like this. You know, you know, everybody have their different urges, their, you know, different fantasies and things of such. Um... I've I've definitely heard from from different women that their fantasy is to have two dicks. You know, is that something that you you know ever thought about? You know, having two niggas at one time? No, absolutely not. One is enough. <laughs> so your threesome would be two girls, one guy. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a rule. I mean, are you open to like eating you know vagina or or no? I mean, if you're doing all of that, you do all of that, but, like... No, I'm asking about you, my nigga. I'm asking about you. Uh, I wouldn't be against it, like... I mean, you can't bring another bitch in and be like, well, okay, just... I mean, that's weird. Yeah, I think it's it's quite selfish if you're going to allow yourself to get, you know, munched down and you don't, you know, partake in a little bit of munching yourself. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. Would you would you consider yourself as bi curious by any nature? Absolutely not. I could never. But you just said that um you're not opposed to like eating a little puss if if the time came. Get them, Diane. That's in the scenario of like okay, (laughs) this is a threesome scenario. Like not nothing for recreate like on a regular basis, like no, I wouldn't. I mean, I would think that would have considered wrong with it, but yeah, I mean, I no, because would... I just told you in my experience, bitches is crazy. I mean, I'm I mean, that was just one time. That was just one time, but I'm just saying. No, it's a very clinky situation. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, without without getting you know without getting too deep into your personal life. You know, is this something that you would, you know, try to, you know, maybe rearrange or reschedule, you know? Absolutely again? not. 
Do you feel like trying to arrange that type of situation was a mistake? No. It was a lesson learned. It, it ain't for me. <laughs> That's just it. Okay, so let me let me just tell you like this. Let me just let me just run down a little scenario for you real quick. You at the Jolly Pumpkin. You at the Jolly Pumpkin, you know, maybe having you a nice little brew, maybe a slice of pizza or something like that. And a nice little woman has come up to you and is like, yo, I don't want nothing more, but, you know, I just want to ride your motherfucking face. And I just want to, you know, have a threesome with y'all. You know, no strings attached. This, that, and third. Baddest bitch you ever seen in your life. Bro. Come on, now. The baddest ones. What you doing uh, with yes. that? I would absolutely say no. Because that doesn't sound appealing <laughs> to ride my face. <laughs> so, what, if she says like, she, what if she says she no. wants you to ride her face? Yeah. No, no thanks. Cap, 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 cap. Let me cue these no, emojis up. No, I'm not up. capping nothing. I got to cue these emojis up. I'm sorry. <laughs> cap, 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 cap. Like, Man, I don't know, man. I kind of don't believe you, and I want to believe you, my nigga, but I kind of. Why like... would I? When, when have I ever lied to y'all? So stop. <laughs> <laughs> stop it, cuz. Then you lied to us this morning talking about brunch and shit. At, at 11. <laughs> I did not lie. That was yesterday, anyway, and I told the day before yesterday. I told Mike 11. Mike was sleep. Yeah. So. And me too ain't going nowhere, so shut up. No, I would have, but you know, my baby mama had to get her hair done, so you know, I would have brought the baby, so so you know, it is what it is. But his ass ain't wake up till like noon. What? How do you get your baby to sleep till noon? Drew get up at seven a.m. every day. He goes to sleep at three a.m. <laughs> three a.m. He don't got no bedtime. Hey man, this ain't about kids. This is motherfucking Meet Your Spill podcast. I would like to thank JV for being hey, featured on this episode. And uh, we'll talk to you later, my nigga. We gonna name this episode hey. All Cat featuring JV. Well, alright, motherfuckers. No rap. <laughs> alright. And there you have it, people. Uh, another <laughs> situation of motherfuckers still capping. But you know what? It's always good to have a you know female's point of view when it comes to like things like that, though, Spiff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. Perspective is everything. You feel me? I feel the way I feel. You feel the way you feel. Yeah. And Jamila feel the way she feels. So it is what it is, man. On that note, Spiff, I think it's time for a nice little drink break. What you think about that, my guy? I do, I do, man. I'ma queue up this motherfucking. Tony Montano. Oh, and the Fanta. Turn that shit up, man. <laughs> I'm going to get you some time to do that shit, man. Shout out to my nigga Flyboy Fresh. <laughs> Tony Montana and the Fanta. Once again, respond to respect, nigga. Cat back. Tony Montana, man. Flyboy shit, man. Working on my attitude, flamboy and flyboy, nigga, but really I'm a savage dude, Mr. International, niggas know me in Atlanta, macaroni with a hammer, bitch, I'm Tony Montana in your door, like a fan of fresh frames on my face, make a bitch real stop, can't pay no mix, bubble line and do it fine, bubble bitch and break a spine, fresh about the dollar size, nigga, you ain't
taking my grip. I be begging my niggas gotta have that Gouda. Pretty tall city numbers, big around some shooters. Chicken a bit like I'm Luda. Niggas bounce up out the Uber. We draw, feeling super. Niggas starting like I'm Luda. Bad draws, get your man tall, speaking on the breath. Niggas hella cool, bitch, but don't put me to the test. In the deep of the coast, whip. Nigga, I want the whole flesh. Bitch, you choosing on the fresh, though. Oh, yes, hey. Tony, Montana, drink, and fat, 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 Niggas, the funniest shit though spiff what man every every year around this time niggas come out with the most foulest party flyers <laughs> and my nigga martin luther king on that bitch looking wild crazy cuz i'm telling you man you gotta put some respect on my guy's name man that's why i played that little <laughs> clip man like you gotta put my respect i seen a bitch twerking with that nigga. They pay. They copied and pasted that nigga on that nigga. Uh, Ace Boogie body and shit. Yo, <laughs> Yo I saw a picture. This nigga Martin Luther King had three sixties and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was. He got his hands around the bitch on the flyer and shit. My nigga, dog. That's some sick ass activity, my nigga. Why? Let that. Let that man rest in peace, man. Let us enjoy our day off, y'all party, do whatever y'all wanna do, man. Let that nigga stop putting that nigga shit on shit, man. Disrespecting that man, man. I don't know what's wrong with niggas, bro. 
These niggas, bro, so out of fucking pocket, bro. That nigga did so much for the niggas that look like us. For y'all to be putting this nigga on flyers and be putting 360 waves on niggas, bro. Stop it. My nigga did not have a dream for y'all them niggas that had motherfucking Ferraris and gold chains on, on this motherfucking flyers and shit. Talk about come turn up at hard bodies with, with the king, my nigga. No, my nigga did not dream of that shit, my nigga. Have some decency, my guy. Motherfucking respect for your motherfucking elders, bitch. Dog, that's one thing about that, like, whole social media shit, man. Niggas don't take shit serious anymore, my nigga. Like, it could be, like, a serious situation going on, and niggas are gonna find a way to, like, joke about that shit at all times, cuz. I'm telling you, bro, that shit is just whatever the fuck, bro. But you know what I'm saying? When you listening to this, you feel me? Enjoy your holiday, man. Enjoy your day off, man. you know, just chill the fuck out, bro. Go to the club, do unwind, do what you do what you do, but just don't show no disrespect to no nobody that look like you, you feel me? I know niggas be tripping and shit like that, but have some decency. Be that be 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 that light at the end of the tunnel, my guy. Be the peacekeeper, man. I I want everybody to have a safe, you know, holiday, man, and don't get too ignorant. Please don't stop cloud chasing, my nigga. Stop doing that goofy shit, my nigga. We better than that, man. You know what? And just kind of like back up to what I was saying, man. I feel like niggas go out their ways to like do some goofy shit at all times, my nigga. Did you see that? Did you see that Antonio Brown shit, cuz? Yeah, I seen that shit. That nigga had the had the police outside the shit. He's throwing a bag of gummy gummy dicks at him and all that shit, man. <laughs> I can't, bro. Something wrong with dog, bro. Like then this nigga, his agent left him after that shit, bro. Like I'm straight. You know what? I ain't even mad at the fact that he was like recording, like you know, putting this shit on social media. And I ain't even mad that he getting into it with his bitch and, you know, talking about, oh, uh, they don't fuck with black people, talking about the police and shit. My whole thing is, why the fuck do you just have a bag of gummy dicks on standby? <laughs> Where did you get those from, my guy? Why why you eating those comfortably in the privacy of your own home, my nigga? Well, I can't even say that. Why are you showing that to social media, though? Why do you have these? Why did you have them on standby? Why at that point did you decide to throw gummy dicks at your baby mama, my nigga? Like, I have so many questions for this guy, my guy. Obviously, he's dealing with some type of form of CTE or something like that, man. He might got the Aaron Hernandez disease or something, cuz. He gotta have. That nigga got... That nigga ain't been really right since ever, bro. Like... He got it hit too many times, bro. All that shit. His shit look like a whole cauliflower on his cat skin and shit. You feel me? Something wrong with that nigga. But speaking of Aaron Hernandez, though. Recently. Watch your tone, man. Recently. Netflix just dropped a docuseries on the Aaron Hernandez trials. Uh, which he got convicted for like double murder plus a couple more murders on the side and shit like that. You feel me? Um, it's been a lot of feedback on Twitters. 
um, different people's opinions and things of that nature. They release one on the ID channel. I don't know if you're familiar with the ID channel and shit like that, but they do all the murder mysteries and stuff like that. So my question to you is, what was your take on that and how you feel about that, that docu-series? Well, I'm going to tell you like this because we kind of talked about it, you know, slight, you know, briefly before we started the pod and shit. And my only thing is, well, before I get too far into it, I didn't finish the uh, the series just yet. I'm only two. Well, I'll say I'm like an episode and a half in, but it's a few things that, that just didn't sit right with me. And I felt like it was a, just a tad bit, maybe a reach. And one of those things is, and maybe you can speak about it afterwards, is uh, the quarterback when he was in high school. You know, he said that, yeah, you know, we used to horse play around. That was like my best friend. You know, we used to get high and like fuck late on each other and shit. Yeah, we didn't want nobody to know that we was gay. And I felt like that shit was kind of like a slight reach for some reason to me. It just didn't seem all the way authentic for some reason. But I can tell you like this. Well, let me ask before before I talk about the other shit. Let me just ask you, what was your take on like that whole quarterback? You know him saying they had a you know homosexual relationship with you know with each other. My take is I'm not saying that it's untrue, but I did the research just out of curiosity, and the guy who claimed that he was never that he was a. Uh, his high school quarterback and they fooled around and all that shit. And they nigga never played for that school at all. Football. Was never on the roster. And on top of that, he was never even if he was on the roster, he was never the starting quarterback. Look that shit up. He didn't even play. I'm not gonna say that they didn't play in middle school and Pop Warner and shit like that. But I feel like it was a stretch because they tried to say like, oh, this nigga killed all these niggas because he was gay and couldn't cope with being gay and living this double life. No, that nigga was just killing niggas. He was just killing niggas. I'm not saying that he wasn't gay or anything like that. I'm not even saying that he didn't fuck old oh boy. You feel me? But I'm saying that if you're going to lie about something that small, then it's something more to the story. I personally feel like childhood trauma Really, uh, just growing up in a violent household where pops coming home smacked and, 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 and be, beating the fuck out your mama and shit like that, throwing her all across the room and shit like that while you and your brother is kids, that affects you at an early age, whether you know it or not, you accept it or not. If you experience violence as a child, you're more prone to violence as an adult. So that's that right there. I definitely agree with you, man. Cause especially when they when they told the story about his his pops had came home one night drunk and you know and bashed his mom's head in on the edge of the sink to to the point that she was unconscious. That shit was scar anybody. You know that that shit is definitely damaging to your emotions and your way of thinking. You know it's. I feel like we all know that he was like a troubled kid. Because even, you know, when they talked about him being at uh, in college and he bust that nigga eardrum from punching that nigga so hard in his motherfucking head to the point whereas they said that, um you know, he got into an altercation at a, at a nightclub and, uh, you know, some, some guys spilled a drink on him, mistakenly, I, I'm guessing, and he 
pulled up on the niggas and, and killed both of their ass and then signed a $40 million contract afterwards. Like, that's some sick ass behavior, Spit. I mean, my thing is, bro, like, when you think about professional football players or football players on the next level, like being collegiate and all that. It ain't nothing but murderers for hire. Like, we watching the game right now. These niggas, this is full-blown murder. Like, what other, what other sport, nigga, I'm going to pay you $40 million to take a nigga kneecaps out as soon as they catch the fucking ball, bro? Like, they murder. That Like, they, this full-blown, like, violence. You feel me? Paid violence. Organized violence. Definitely, man. Who you think is more to blame? Do you think, you know, his household in which he grew up in? Or maybe the hits that he might have taken, you know, playing football? Because they say that, you know, he took a lot of hits. And, you know, from from articles and, like, different, like, posts I might have seen on social media and shit. I heard that he gave his body to social media. I mean, I don't know. I heard he gave his body to science. And, they, and I noticed that he had a lot of, you know, concussions, a lot of... Uh, you know, bruises on the brain and type shit like that. So, who you think is more to blame, football or, or maybe his upbringing as to you know why his life kind of went this way? I think he's to blame. You could never be a victim of circumstance. I feel like okay, you you experience childhood traumas and football is a violent sport and it's a it's a number of different football players that um beat murder cases. But at the end of the day, like, yes, that's an organized sport that you play. That's a privilege. You feel me? Yo, your past doesn't necessarily dictate your future. Like, you came from that. You can't be responsible for your parents' actions. You can learn and make something positive of yourself. You feel me? So I think he's totally to blame. We can't just lie. Well, he played football or, oh, he experienced his mom getting beaten. As a child type shit, you feel me? Like, nah, that's on you, bro. Because at the end of the day, you ain't do none of that shit. You feel me? You ain't beat your moms. You feel me? And um, since you play football, nigga, once the once the whistle goes off and the clock runs down, nigga, you a regular nigga. You feel me? So why take that anywhere else, bro? That's the a game, a game that you love. You feel me? So I feel like that's all on him. At the end of the day, you feel me? I mean, a lot of a lot of things. Can be said, you know what I'm saying. I feel like maybe he was depressed. That's a clin, a very clinical condition. You feel me? We could blame it on that, maybe. But to take multiple people's lives because you disagree with them, and you feel disrespected, nigga. You a whole fucking professional athlete. You not no gangster, nigga. Mhm. So it is what it is, bro. But I blame him. And I agree with you on that type of shit, though, Smith. Because you know what? It. It takes me back to when he was describing like all his tattoos and shit, and uh, the tattoo that he got on his forearm. It said, "I could be misquoting this shit, so don't don't make this the Bible." But on there it said, "If it's if it's meant to be, then it's up to me." And that was like a quote that he got from his dad. And and I feel like it's, it's fitting in a way because all these situations was left really up to him, and what he decided to do is to act. Irrationally Beat niggas up in jail Kill niggas out here on the streets So it's like my nigga Like all these situations could have definitely been avoided If you would have just looked the other way Maybe thought about something else 
But one thing I I did notice with watching, you know, an episode and a half of that shit is that he had a lot of yes men around, a lot of people that's trying to clean up, you know, his messes and and I don't think he ever really accepted accountability for that shit. And I could be wrong because you know I I ain't watched the whole thing. I mean, you can tell me, Spiff. I feel like he never is accepted accountability for any of his actions. So he didn't. That's that athlete privilege, bro. But at the same time, in the same light, that nigga was at his prime. He up Tom Brady won a Super Bowl at like twenty three, bro. So this is a man that didn't live past like twenty six, twenty seven. So. This is him just being young and dumb, unfortunately, or consequently, it ended up the way it being, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, when you in that light and you got that bread, you feel me? People admire you, always going to have a yes man, you feel me? That be your, your downfall right there. You got to be a type of nigga that, even though everybody telling you yes, you got to be like, no, this shit wrong, you feel me? This shit is like, I'm not fucking with this shit, you feel me? I mean, but at the end of the day, like, I can't be too hard on him because he was young as fuck, so he didn't know. You feel me? And then he didn't have that that guiding light in his corner. That was his pops, but his pops died, you know what I'm saying, when he was a teenager, you feel me? I mean, but I feel like, I feel like, you know, you know, us as humans have that, have that, that, that conscious awareness to know right from wrong. Spiff, nigga, if you go out here and go murk a nigga tomorrow, I'm gonna be looking at you like you fucking crazy. I'm like, for why? For what? Like, I don't think it'll ever get to a point whereas I'm gonna sit down and be like, you know what, Spiff, I'm gonna go catch me a body tomorrow. I'm gonna go murk me a nigga tomorrow. I don't think there's anything somebody can really do to me that had me go out here and go go to the extremes and going to like commit a murder. I'm just saying. Yeah, especially if I'm in that light. If I'm in that light and I'm blessed and fortunate, I'm in that that six percent of people that's affluent and shit like that. Like, for what? Like, nigga, you may rub me the wrong way. You might say some shit that I don't like. But at the end of the day, nigga, like, shit, I'm rich, nigga. I'm rich as fuck. You feel me? But it is what it is. That shit is funny because you know, as we talking about this shit right now. You know, I'm just thinking about Mars and, like, that whole, like, little situation or whatever. And I only, yeah, we only got 12 niggas that listen to this bitch, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, my, you know, our, our good friend, you know, was murdered or whatever. And I can say that. You know, somebody reached out to me on social media and was like, yo, Meech, this, that, and the third. You know, niggas won't have to pay for, you know, you know what took place or whatever. And I know where them niggas be at. I need to rap with you for a second. I ain't gonna hold you up, Spiff. I ain't respond to that message. I ain't calling. I don't plan on calling. Because I don't want to know nothing of what the fuck is going on. I don't want to be no type of accessory to any type of murder or any type of assault, any type of case like that. Because I feel like situations going to play out how they going to play out. Niggas going to have to live with the decision that they made. You know, whether whether God, you know, say like, you know, he going to discipline these people that did, you know, whatever. 
you know, to our mans and shit, he gonna, he gonna do it that way, but if these niggas get away with this shit, niggas gonna have to deal with that shit, you know, in the afterlife, but I can tell you like this, like, I'm not in no position to go out here and commit no murders for, you know, for anybody, man, I got a whole life to live on my own. Exactly, man, like, when you told me that shit, like, I'm like, damn, well... Like, that, that ain't up to me, you feel me? If the police don't catch him, like you said, that's on them, you feel me? And then, like, they gonna have to live with it, like you said. But at the end of the day, if they rolling around like that, you feel me? And killing niggas and doing this, that shit gonna come back on them, bro. Like, nigga, these streets only end up one or two ways, bro. Yeah. And the boxer in the cell, nigga. So, you, you try to eventually they don't get jammed up, you feel me? Yeah. It's unfortunate, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. Like, you did the right thing because I wouldn't have responded to that shit, bro. Because it still is, you know, under investigation type shit. You feel me? So, I ain't. No, my nigga. No. So, I feel you 100% right there, man. But, you know, this not to get on no down moment or whatever. You know, rest peace, our mans. But that's just, you know, for example, like. You know, there are different options, my nigga. You know, there's things that, that people can, like, avoid. Aaron Hernandez had everything going for himself, but my nigga just mentally was just off, my nigga. He was just, he was just fucked up in the head. I feel like, you know, this shit probably could have been prevented, you know, a long time, you know, ago. But, you know, at the same time, it's like, shit, this nigga really living a, a whole double life. Playing football one day, killing niggas the next day, my nigga. It's like, and then he had a whole bunch of enablers at the same time, too. That shit is definitely unfortunate, and I feel sad looking back on the whole situation, because, you know, we not even talking about a nigga that... Still doing time right now We talk about a whole nigga that you know Killed himself in jail you feel me When he had such a bright future You feel me At 23, 24 That nigga was a Super Bowl champ You feel me just read up on the contract Like come on bro That shit don't that shit ain't no everyday Football career you feel me then you play in with One of the greatest quarterbacks Arguably of all time like, come on now. Like, that shit don't happen. But, you know, niggas take shit for granted, bro, and feel like they got to prove themselves and stuff like that. But, I mean, it is what it is, man. You live and you learn, man. But you know what they say, man. They say that the, the male brain don't don't fully develop until you're, like, 25-plus and shit. You know, so they're going to have all types of different, like, excuses. But, like I said before, like, you... We all got common sense, and common sense ain't always common, my nigga. But, you know, we ain't out here taking lives, my nigga. You know, we, we got bigger and better things that we want to do, my nigga. I ain't really out here taking penitentiary chances, but some niggas just are. And nigga, keep it all the way G real with you, cuz I got a whole family. It is what it is, though, but... Yeah, man. If y'all ain't, if, if if y'all haven't checked that shit out, check it out, man. Just you know, if you decide to watch the docu series, it's, it's three episodes, an hour long, and shit like that. Um, email us on your take at meech 
and spiffpod at gmail.com, man. Let us know what you think. Give us your output. The psyche of an NFL football player. Are they violent? Are they prone to violence? You know what I'm saying? Do you feel like it was his fault? Is he all to blame? Is it something else? Let us know, man. We're about to take a quick drink break, man. We're about to play this uh, trainer by Smino, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Spit floor, man. We got a, we got a good little pot in, man, today, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what? I feel like, you know, once we get everything, you know, situated, you know, we get the whole, like, you know, studio set up, man. It's just going to make better content for us, you know, going on later on in the future, man, which is coming very, 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 very soon. Very, very, very soon. Our sponsors kind of played us on a, on a deal, you feel me? So we seeking other management right now. Absolutely, man. So I'm going to just tell y'all niggas right now, we are not signing to Big Red Records. <laughs> We're looking for other forms of 360 deals. So shout out to the uh, to the mob. But, you know, it is what it is, man. But like always, man, I appreciate all 12 of you motherfuckers for always listening, always rocking it. Always showing love and feedback. Make sure y'all follow the Instagram page. Meet your Spit Podcast Instagram page. Make sure you guys email us. You know, you know if you got any questions, concerns, any new music you want to, you know, broadcast or you want us to play on the motherfucking podcast, make sure you email us at Meech and Spit. At gmail.com So make sure y'all motherfuckers do that And uh You know I love you Spiff love you Spiff you got any last words that you like to say When you usually say how you say When you say when you do how you do how you do it I don't But um Keep in touch Keep listening man Hey hey So before we shake Spiff you, You got something you wanna play Man I'm about to play this uh this uh this uh last name is future and little dirt man i fuck with it let's do something to him and for him hey
cry. It just told the bitch I had another vibe. Talking hard and fuck my bitch in the night. I don't know her name, she wanna know my time. Back into the bank, got me running wild. Long to the pain, so I keep a smile. Gotta keep the stacks up for the tribe. Material intentions gotta play the vibe. I'm a rough on like a hyena running wild. Our eyes get gone down. I can't go to sleep, I'm paranoid. And there's way too many on the side. Bought a hundred guns, got my little slide. For the beach one, now she won't cry. Since it's too fit, I had another vibe. Broken hearted for my bitch in the night. I don't know her name, she wanna know my time. Back into the bank, got me running wild. Mom's little pain, so I can't stop. I lost connections to the streets and I was in denial. I seen the grown man shed tears cause he lost his trial. I say the streets are crazy, feeling just to lose a child. Got a one on one with God, yeah, it's been a while. I woke up paranoid off drugs, I said I'm tired now. I answered my phone in the middle of the night, like who did that now? Knowing I'm involved, but we gon' slide back when it's down down. I don't know who I was known, look crazy on time rounds. I love the streets, it's a portion of me. I came from nothing to the voice of the streets. I got blood in the streets. The way he died, I was bad, died in the sleep. That's the truth. I can't go to sleep, I'm wearing hard, and there's way too many on the side. Follow on the gun, got my niggas slide. For the beach one, that she won't cry. She just told the bitch I had another vibe. Broken hearted for my bitch every night. I don't know her name, she wanna have my time. Back into the bank, got me running wild. Known to the pain, so I keep a smile. Public conversation got you touching clouds. Pop the wrong pill, hit the wrong dial. Ain't no visitation waiting for the trial. Took my last name, this ain't about a child.